0: Hi everyone! Welcome to F1 101 with your hosts Brandon and Olivia. Um, it has been a dizzying first race weekend. We have our first race under our belts. I mean, Brandon, where do we even start?
1: We just finished watching the Bahrain race. We're hella stressed. I don't even. I don't even know. This I don't know w-
0: if I can do this the whole season. i This might be the last All right. episode. We
1: might- <laughs> This might be, yeah, it was My nice knowing you guys. My cannot handle yeah. all of
0: the stress. This
1: was all our little pod could, could take.
0: I have found some deep personal understanding after watching this race is whatever comments I said earlier about how I'm like a neutral fan and how I just want everyone to do their best, oh, yeah. that is so far gone.
1: You're a Max fan. I, it
0: turns out... I am a Max Verstappen fan so hard, and I am just gutted by this result. Oh, man.
1: This was one of those races where it was a certain race through, I mean, I forget the exact lap. Basically, Gasly's car caught on fire. He had uh, a power issue. So we had, we had one picture in our minds. You know, we had all these questions going into this season of what the pecking order was, what the racing would be like. And you know by halfway through I'm like okay we have some we have some tentative answers like the picture yeah, yeah, yeah. is is clarifying here and then by the end of the race it's totally different
0: uh, i mean all the predictions that we were i was kind of having coming into this season obviously it was like tempering expectation because there's so many unknowns you can't really solidly and passionately stand behind a prediction because you just don't know but even more so this race has just proven that there's always so many different variables that you can never account for. And so much of the right predictions, I think all of our predictions are just what we really wish and hope for. And so much of my wishes and hopes were Perez podium, Verstappen win. Yeah. And I feel like it's just been taken all away.
1: <laughs> so, what? This is hard. What it's it's I a would my have... first watch. <laughs> What I was planning to say is, I was keeping my little notes while watching this race. It's is, true. You know, <laughs> I can
0: keep. Brennan has a whole bunch of little
1: notes. I'm prepared. Um, is, you know, the pecking order came into clarity and it's somewhat what we expected with Ferrari and Red Bull clearly at the top, finished, yeah. you know, a staggered uh, one through four mm-hmm. uh, with their lead drivers taking one and two and their secondary drivers. Sorry, Carlos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I might take that back We're later. not the first ones. Yeah, to say Yeah, it, right? um, being a three and four. And then Mercedes, not sandbagging. After all, they do have some legitimate issues, but also they're not in the midfield. Um, clearly the third fastest car. Right. Clearly a little bit of space between them and the front two, but also clearly ahead of the midfield. Um, the car's a little bit unwieldy. They had their issues, but... The real question was, you know, who the hell is fourth? And after that, that's when the picture really becomes murky. But then Gasly goes off, uh, which seemed like a discreet event, you know. Bummer for him. He was going to finish in the points probably somewhere between 8 and 10. Mm -hmm. But, you know, these things happen. DNF, it's part of the sport. Verstappen keeps complaining about his steering but it's looking like he's still going to hold on to second place, which is where he started which, okay, you know not terrible, not at all Um, but then whatever happens with him his his car, his engine seemed to bite the dust, you know, they're not wanting to say on the radio, they're not wanting to tell Max uh, from the pit wall what's actually going on as as much as they know it because they don't want to let the rest of the field know since the team radio is public. Uh, So then Max has to retire. That's crushing. But then Perez is trying to hold off Hamilton, and his car just dies. So all of a sudden, you know, it was supposed to be the Mercedes and their engines having trouble or whatever, because, okay, even though the Mercedes car is okay, look at who's at the back of the pack today. It's Williams, it's Aston Martin, and it's Unfortunately, McLaren. <laughs>
0: so unfortunately. Yeah.
1: All all by the way, Mercedes powered cars. Now they might have their own issues, chassis design, McLaren with their little brake problem. Who who knows at this point? So I'm thinking maybe the Mercedes engines are not that hot this year, at least at the start. The Ferrari powered car is doing better. But then by the time it's all said and done, we have three of four Red Bull slash Honda engines. Not being able to finish the race,
0: and it might as well be four because where is Yuki? Like Yuki, did, he disappeared. He's where did gone Yuki finish?
1: Again. Did he finish nine or ten?
0: Um, we got Yuki finished. Yuki finished eight. eight. All right, yeah, you know, so... what? not
1: that so <laughs> no. His place, ironically, was helped by all the the retirements in front of him. So we have a Ferrari one two, Mercedes three four, K Mag. Held on. It it would have been 7th, which is where he started, which is a fine performance. But with the retirements, he's bumped up into a very opportunistic 5th place. Botas had a little bit of a wild ride. Starting 6th, which is a phenomenal qualifying in an Alfa Romeo. Managed to drop back like some 5-plus places, you know, deep into the midfield. And then somehow comes back to finish in the exact same place. I feel so feel like luck is gonna, either for or against
0: Botas. He's either having a lucky one or a non-lucky one. There's never really a time when he's just kind yeah. of keeping it so easy. Um, At least like this last, like last past season. Um, All right, should we go through the 1 through 20 and just sort of go through everyone on the grid?
1: Very, very brief thoughts. Leclerc, a phenomenal race. Air free, essentially. Mm. Those three laps where uh, Max attempted the undercut and it came out at the same time and they were swapping places each lap, that was absolutely thrilling racing.
0: It was really the kind of racing we were hoping to expect mm-hmm. with these new car designs, so that they were going to be closer, there was going to be a little bit more compatibility. There wasn't going to be the... I mean, we, it was somewhat predictable in that the first two became so miles ahead of everybody else in the field, but there yeah. was still a lot of... It was still tight enough where there was battle, there was opportunity, there was a lot of, uh, you know, sitting on the edge of your seats and nail-biting, at least, you know, I'm speaking personal experience here. Um, but those, that kind of movement, that kind of driving was a really satisfying and really, like, it really got to show skill and really totally. got to demonstrate a lot of people's different power and ability and... Uh, I I just love it. I'm watching it. Totally,
1: totally thrilling. Two drivers, close in age, essentially the next generation. Max with the championship uh, from last season under his belt. Leclerc wants to be a future championship champion. Excuse me. This could possibly be the year. So to see those guys going back and forth, it was awesome. And it also proved, like, as did most of the race, that the aerodynamic innovations here seem to be working as as promised there was a lot of passing mm-hmm. mostly on the straights yeah but they were still following very closely through the corners a little bit of passing sometimes especially through that first sequence of ter- corners i think it's 1 through 4 um but to just see those cars being so tight it just it just looks different and that's that's really really exciting okay carlos signs second
0: He's a, it was a really it was just a, just above average drive in my opinion. He just didn't make any mistakes. He didn't do anything really like outstanding. Um there wasn't a lot of like, memorable moments. Yeah. Um but hanging on and being consistent, I that's where I feel like he might have the edge on Leclerc long term that when it comes to the the end of the season, that might be his consistency and keeping, you know, his his hands clean might be what, you know puts him on top yeah I I don't have a ton to say about him but good drive decent drive that's Um, how he he
1: ended up scoring uh finishing above Leclerc last year is basically just keeping out of trouble Leclerc's highlights were better Mm -hmm. you know uh getting that pole in Monaco and and he seems to have a little more in him on his day but uh science was just a lot more consistent avoided mistakes you know, going to the race. If you told Sainz you're going to finish second, he still hasn't had a ton of podiums in his career. I mean, it's still a good finish, but until that safety car came in to kind of close the gap between everyone, it was a pretty significant gap between him and Leclerc. So, and he's been talking about this in, in the qualifying and through uh, this whole Bahrain weekend that that he doesn't seem to have his hands around quite how to drive this car as well as as Leclerc yet. So there is it's only week one, but there is a gap right now between those two and and what they can do with this car.
0: Yeah. And if you are team principal, if you are, you know, leading Ferrari at the helm, you're more or less giving signs a chance, an opportunity to, you know, prove himself week in, week out. But it is one to... It's a little more clear one too. Coming into this season, everyone was wondering: they're such good drivers; they're very equally paired and matched. What's going to be the outcome? How are you going to decide who to favor when the time comes? When uh, and it's looking like Leclerc might be the man.
1: Yeah, although lots of lots of races to still play for here, but oh, that's man. certainly how it looks right now. All right, let's take the Mercedes, maybe as a tandem here, finishing right, three and four. Three,
0: four. We've got another stack them. Um, I'm surprised by this George Russell finish. I'm surprised by the Hamilton finish, but right. I expect it a little bit more from Hamilton. Naturally. He, Hamilton, more than you think even Mercedes, you can never underestimate when the clinch comes. Yeah. Like he's, He's going to pull something from somewhere. It is just this whatever magic that he has that he, at his disposal. Yeah, it's kind
1: of that Sochi magic from last year, or that There's Brazil magic. There's just
0: something that, against all odds, he just gets in there. <laughs> he, and I don't know. I,
1: Sometimes the angels swoop in to deliver him a few extra places closer to the, at to the, the front.
0: Last season, if, we were, if Hamilton would have been, I think, disappointed by a third place on a podium. I think everyone would be. I no, this is good. This that, is a
1: good finish for Merck, given where where yeah. they thought they were, where they were in qualifying.
0: I was thinking, the way that the race was going, how it was looking. I was thinking, eighth, seventh at most yeah. for Hamilton. And, and, and then to props, get fish on a podium, it's like God, man. Props how he do to it?
1: Russell. He he was neck and neck really with Lewis all through qualifying. He blew his final lap in Q three to yeah. start. Uh, on P9. He had a little
0: lock up that cost him just too yeah, much Yeah, but
1: but you know, his his pace is, is not far off. Uh so to start 9 and finish 4, sure there was there was some some uh luck with the retirements, but that's still a very solid performance from from Russell. He I don't think he really could have done better. Similar. All right, moving on to fifth place Magnuson, essentially holds his position all through the race and then is bumped up a couple places by the retirements. That's amazing. I mean, that's kind of driver of the day, possibly. I'm actually not sure who they gave that to, by the
0: way. Oh, neither am I. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Driver of the day usually goes to, like, some of the more spicier moments, and mm-hmm. this is also a little more of a quiet drive. It was a quiet drive. Um, if Kevin Magnussen can just sort of, like, constantly sneak into, like... Between eighth and fifth place, I mean that would be such a difference That's maker. For us. It would be like at this point unfathomable. Um, no, this guy, I this really, guy
1: two weeks ago was not even in the sport. I mean, he was sitting on his couch, uh, preparing to do whatever other car racing he was doing. I don't know. Presumably,
0: he would hang out with his new baby and be oh, all yeah, cute yeah, with yeah. his new kid. That's so cute. Um, and now
1: here he is finishing fifth. It's it's a uh, this is the dream. This is the dream scenario. If you're Gunter,
0: this is the dream. This is like he <laughs> put everything into this. It is such a remarkable thing that it isn't just anyone that's doing this. This is Kevin Magnus, and it's someone that we know. It's someone that we like. It's, I yeah,
1: returning character Kevin Magnus.
0: Watching um, the post-qualifying uh, interviews, it was it was joyful to just see the happiness on his face. Yeah. Like you really do feel like. He's just as astounded as we are all about this. Like we collectively get yeah. to feel what he's feeling, and um, I like him. I'm 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 so for him. I hope yeah. he does well. Who knows? I mean, there, Haas is known for being so erratic, right? And this is just one out of many races. So who knows how yeah. this is going to keep but the up, car, and the shape car, up? But the the car
1: looked okay. So yeah. Schumacher finished 11, which. You know, it's a pretty big difference between him and Magnuson, but that's still in, in the heart of the midfield. He was involved in a lot of battles, you know, both taking and, and losing places. Yeah, so no The, the, the Haas, it's, it's going to be in the race, you know. They're going to race each weekend. They're not just in the back. They're going to be in the action, which is going to be uh, exciting for that team, and, and we're going to get to see what these drivers... Um, can do okay. Botas, we kind of discussed a uh, little bit of a yo-yo thing for him, but he's going to be happy to finish sixth. Okan in seventh and Alonso in nine. They were they sort of seemed like they were d- driving together. You know, most of the race almost like riding a tandem bike or something. <laughs> no. but they were maybe having little arguments about who got to be in the in the front seat and steering, but. <laughs>
0: It's so just such an odd couple. I those two—they're just they, they like the Harold and Maude now. of this, like of the F1 teammates. But there is something a little bit charming about both of them. Yeah. I mean, them going karting, go karting, like right after qualifying together, and there, there is something. You're like, yeah. why are they together? And then you see, and like, oh, it does make sense. Alonso is
1: going to be go karting into his 70s. <laughs> I'm sure of it.
0: I think he bested Norris and Ocon. In their, uh, <laughs> He's a go kart
1: legend. Uh, so the Alpine, it looks like it's dead in the middle of the pack, exactly where it was last year. Alonzo's gonna hope they can get a little more development to get a little close to the front, but they're looking still bang average at at this point. Good for them. Yuki hangs on for eight. Actually, where did Yuki started at like sixteen, 16 or 15. something? So that's
0: something a little, little disappointing. Uh, yeah. Kind of, you know, so not a, a couple spaces.
1: Not not bad. From Yuki. Um he he had the one Red Bull engine that seemed capable of finishing the race, so that's something. Uh Guan Yu Zhou, not not bad, actually.
0: You know, slow clap for for Zhou for scoring points on his first F one race ever. I mean, that is
1: Yeah, the one point crazy. for ten. That's um, crazy. And he he was in the action in the middle, you know, sliding backward and forward, but he held his own. He did not embarrass himself. I don't remember any big Mistakes, didn't have the quality pace of Botas, but he, he was fine. He he overtook here and there. Um he might be a F one ready driver after all. And the Alfa Romeo does not look bad.
0: Yeah. These Ferrari
1: engine cars seem to be a step ahead of the of the rest in terms of the midfield.
0: If Joe can keep this up and not really not it doesn't even have to overperform, just not make mistakes. Um, he it would be a really incredible for maiden season, and I think it would be so. Uh, it would do wonders for Alfa Romeo. I mean, he, they're this past couple of years like they they've been invisible, like we, have, we haven't even considered them. I mean,
1: there's yeah. like
0: a little bit Kimi Räikkönen gave him a little bit of an edge, but like we liked Kimi Räikkönen, we didn't like Alfa Romeo. It's right. Um,
1: no, so they may have taken what, a step forward. With, it's very possible. Yeah. We need and to I'm see glad, more, of course, I'm, but I'm glad about that. but they do look one of the spicier midfield teams.
0: And then Mick Schumacher, one point away. Oh, yeah, one that's place still away from that's his still, first points.
1: Isn't that still probably his best F one finish yet, or or damn close to it? Not bad. He was in the mix too. You know, passing sometimes he got past, but he was actually racing rather than just doing a you know solo time trial in, in the back. All right, guys, here's here's where it starts to get a little a little bummer. There's, there's really no heroes um, after this point. So we have basically an assortment of Aston Martins, Williams, and saddest of all, the McLarens. We have this group, and, and I'll, I'll say the names in order, and then we'll see if anyone jumps out for, for special comment. We have Stroll in 12th, Albon in 13th, Ricardo in 14th, Norris ooh, 15th. Latifi 16th and Hulkenberg last among the, the cars that finished here.
0: The only thing that's promising about this, or not promising, the only thing that isn't like the bummerest of bummers is that Ricardo and Norris are like not too far off from each other. Mm. You know, it would be hard to see Lando at 13 and Ricardo at 20 that would yeah. be like really that would be like yeah. that'd be even more heartbreaking but knowing that like that they are both close enough together this is more of a car thing it isn't totally driver error um that it still makes you feel like it's you can't put fault on either of them at the moment you yeah. can't really uh, you can't really criticize their styles or their efforts
1: albon seemed to drive solidly uh meaningfully better than Latifi, so good for Williams for picking him up, um, but really, there's not a lot to feel good about Can I here. Ask you, Go ahead.
0: Which is like the most disappointing so far.
1: Well, it's it's shocking that McLaren are this far back. I mean, this was a team who they would they would have pegged themselves at least in fourth position uh, in terms of just the strength of car, and most people would have had them somewhere around there.
0: Yeah, and if and if Mercedes didn't get their act together, third would have been something we would be comfortable seeing them
1: sure so. it wouldn't it wouldn't have been shocking um, but this this is shockingly bad I don't know I don't know how much they've said or will say this week about what's actually going on with the car we'll stay tuned we're gonna watch it we also of course need to learn what the hell is going on with the Red Bulls if they have oh, gosh. if they even have an engine that can make it through this season or some some sort of electrical or engine thing going on but that's super worrying those cars are fast but uh, you have to be able to finish, but yeah, it's shocking that McLaren's is far back, and that's it's a bummer because we want we want Lando in the in the mix for wins,
0: especially because he's if you remember he has a four four year contract extension. I think so with McLaren, and I don't know if you are Lando Norris right now. Are you regretting that decision? Are you thinking about like this is the biggest mistake you've ever made, I or are you will, just glad to have a you're, job? You're for trying
1: not to go straight to the worst case scenario thoughts this early but it's got to strike some fear into you i wonder what the fine print on those contracts are if there's a a performance out clause which is a thing that exists um i sort of hope for his sake there is that just in case mclaren has, has slipped back in in shocking style i hope that they haven't and it's still too early to say and by the way while we're on that subject i do expect mercedes in particular to develop in a noticeable way through the next few races i suspect that by race three or four not that they'll be first i don't think they will be but i think that they'll have taken a clear step forward on a development trajectory agreed Um, yeah, and, and we have to hope, McLaren has to aim to, to do the same, or they're going to be quickly underwater here.
0: I'm really underwhelmed by the Aston Martins, especially if you think back on when the new cars were revealed and everyone was just fawning and going gaga over the Aston Martin We've cars. They sunk a
1: lot of money into that team, too. New facilities and development, they're really it aiming Every
0: to... year it has gotten worse. It has never improved since Lauren Stroll took over. Yeah. And,
1: uh... Maybe I, Otmar saw Otmar, the writing on the wall.
0: My first question was, did Otmar get fired or did he quit? I don't know the terms, I wonder which he left. Do you know how and why?
1: Not exactly. He did say something about how there was, you know, two or more popes at Aston Martin, mm. and that you can't, <laughs> you can't run a church that was way. The hot pope? Well... <laughs> <laughs> Um, What's his name? Jude Law? No, well, there there was him, but then they inserted Martin Whitmarsh above him, and then Papa Stroll was a very hands-on yeah. owner, so there was just a lot of chefs in the kitchen, whereas I think with Force India, Racing Point, he was basically allowed to, to direct traffic totally himself.
0: Well, he seems to be doing all right. Atmar must know. He must know something we don't. Um, but yeah, this, this assassin Martin, I'm just not that interested, and if as long as stroll is funding the company lance is probably going to be driving and if seb doesn't go on for a year i mean it loses a lot of cachet i mean the the glimmer i think has has faded for me yeah whatever th- i thought that they were going to be there was a lot of of excitement around racing po- force india because it was like this first There's a lot of controversy. A lot of story. Also a plucky
1: underdog. I mean, a a, a really small budget, and they were just outperforming their resources year after year.
0: And to take that team, and to just sink it, it's been, it's, I don't know, it's kind of hard. It's really the fault, really only points to Lauren Stroll. So, what's going through his mind right now? I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want to
1: know at this point. All right, Olivia. So
0: final remarks
1: what a race i mean the kind of racing we saw i'm just thinking back to those exciting early moments in the race of leclerc and verstappen going back and forth and thinking oh this is going to be such an awesome season uh and now it's um finding myself panicking on behalf of Red Bull a little bit, so a pretty pretty wild ride to start this season i I do think that news is going to trickle out over this week, and we 're going to have to watch watch what we learn uh,
0: Can I give you some good news? please some the good lining. news yes yes, yes all right, so beyond just you know my new self discovery as a Verstappen fan <laughs> and a red Bull fan. Um, it's 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 good to admit that it's good to put that out okay, there okay, and just okay. to say that I I feel like I've been I've been keeping that buried too long. <laughs> um, I still admire you know. I love I love McLaren. I'm I'm like so delighted for the Ferraris. Like I I root for Leclerc a little bit in my heart and I respect you know Hamilton like no other. I mean he's a legend, um, but I'm I would really like Verstappen to win the championship if 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 Ferrari gets uh constructors. I would like him for uh, Verstappen mm. to get the drivers. So on that note, everyone who has won Bahrain, everyone has not won the season. The, the championship. driver's
1: championship, right. So. Leclerc's cursed. <laughs>
0: I might, this might be the Bahrain curse, the first race curse, I don't know. But um, Verstappen has DNF'd Five out of nine race starts in Bahrain.
1: Has he really? Has he even been in, in the sport for nine seasons? That seems long.
0: I, well, he was in Toro before he was in. Before, it was I'm, like
1: twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. He joined, yeah.
0: And what he had done, maybe like before that, I'm not sure. But where did I hear that it was? One of the announcers in the race that he DNF'd five or six times out of the entire times that he started in this race, so, mm. um, maybe that's just. uh that's just the way things go for him. But statistically, the winner of Bahrain does not win the championship.
1: We'll see if the, the curse continues. I
0: need something to keep me going through this this next week, Brandon. I'm, I'm hanging on by a thread
1: here. All right, we're going to come back to you later this week with a preview of Saudi Arabia GP, where the uh, F1 Human Rights World Tour <laughs> continues. Oh, my God. <laughs> At the... Uh, arguably the most insane track on the calendar, the Jetta Circuit. I, I have a lot to say about this track, actually. Uh, we still, uh, we're, we're watching Drive to Survive. We have some thoughts. We, we can't wait to share them. Uh, but that's uh, still to come. And last but not least, I thought really hard about recording a trashy ad for this podcast you know, making you guys hear about a product you've already heard about a million times (laughs) except voiced by yours truly. And uh, I I held off from doing that. So um, yeah, in appreciation of of what I've spared you, hopefully you will consider donating. There's a literal 99 cent a month donation uh, button on our show page, which we'll link to in the notes.
0: Brandon's but, sacrifice is a, worth at least that. It much.
1: is. It is. So can can consider at least doing a a trial, ninety nine cent donation. See how it makes you feel, and, and if it makes you feel good, we're gonna be here all season. We're yeah, gonna... we
0: need our budget now is we need to get um, YouTube TV so we can keep watching these races. So we're gonna need <laughs> yeah. ninety nine cents multiplied by yeah, sixty. Yeah
1: my my 7 day free trial on F1 TV <laughs> will be expiring <laughs> expiring soon so uh we need help, we help need us your out support. all right everyone we'll we'll see you soon we'll uh catch you next week pray for red bull bye bye